All right, good evening. This is Oscar Mike Radio, part of the Hoobazoo Network, and this is episode 94, Jody, part 4. Today is May 24th, 2018. Welcome to the show. Brother Wes is on assignment this evening, and it's just yours truly tonight, and you have to be adaptable, you have to improvise, you have to adjust, and so we're going to adjust and I want to tell this story that just literally dropped a couple days ago. Because this is a very uh, dirty underside of paternity, paternity cases and divorce that a lot of people do not want to really come to light. And I'll explain that later. And again, I'm trying to avoid the idea that we, Wes and I, are just misogynists, that we're women haters and that we don't like women. No, that's not, that's not why we're here. We're here because we want to raise awareness about the aspect of divorce in the military, divorce in general, custody issues with uh, military service members, and now paternity issues with military service members. And we're trying to avoid anecdotal evidence and look for real world examples in everything we've talked about and this is something that uh, you just can't ignore and what am I talking about I am talking about the Washington Post story that came out on May 22nd I'll have a link in the blog post written by Kyle Swenson and the title of the article is an army sergeant overseas was told his baby died at birth it was a lie and part of a cruel scheme. Now, why is this noteworthy? Because it is estimated that one to two children out of every 10 are fathered by someone other than the guy who signs his name to the birth certificate in the delivery room. That's no longer some kind of old wives tale or you know urban legend that's actually true many many cases where a man who thought a child is and was his turns out not to be his and it causes all kinds of problems and the way to solve that problem is to simply paternity test when the child is born but People don't want to do that. I'm not really sure why. So the, the man, the father, signs his name on the birth certificate. And the minute he does that, he attests the fact that child is his and is now on the hook for paying child support for that child as if it were his. And I'll have a couple links in the blog post of examples where some men have had to really work hard to get out of that because the court doesn't care. They just, just don't care at all. The, even though uh, the child is clearly genetically not theirs, they will force that non-father, that non-blood father to pay child support. They will not force the mother of that child to reveal the father to the court or to the other other to her husband or significant other at the time. This man is stuck with this. So we have this story that, that literally dropped a couple days ago. 
Okay. Stephen Garcia, 24 years old, U.S. Army Sergeant, Go Army, stationed in Seoul, South Korea, with 142nd Military Police Company, was doing his job. And last January, uh, he was aware of uh, uh, an impending change to his life. He was going to become a dad. And as he's serving overseas, he got a phone call from his sister saying that his uh, newborn daughter had died during childbirth. Now, the sergeant is 10,000 miles away. 10,000. 10,000 miles away, and he has no way of consoling his, his wife, being around his family support system, nothing like that, right? He was devastated. But that's not the end of the story, not by a long shot. It's not even close to being done. In February, he starts to learn the truth that not only was the, the, the baby uh, alive, it was a boy, and also to amp up the, 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 the weirdness of this, you can't make this up, which is why I'm using this example, the child was not his. This army sergeant thought for the entire duration of the, the pregnancy that he was going to be a dad in January. And like a lot of men who go through infidelity in and out of the military, there's a lot of denial going on. And it really had an effect on him. He couldn't believe it. You just don't want to believe it. And the article is right here, about the third or fourth paragraph in. And I'm going to read this because I think it's important. Uh, the, this is from the Washington Post. Quote, according to authorities, Marina Garcia lied about the baby's death to her husband's family to cover up infidelity. To hide the evidence, she allegedly concocted a plan to give the newborn to a couple in Texas, allegedly forging the necessary paperwork so she could keep the adoption below the legal radar. End quote. I mean, I mean, this is this is this is calculated evil. I, I don't know how anyone can de can defend this. I'm not sure if you can. I like the alleged part too. I I, I get a kick out of that because. When you see the name of the piece of paper, it's not a legend anymore, right? So she's trying to do this. But, you know, uh, they're traveling on Arizona. And when I say they, it's, it's, the, um, it's the mother and two people, uh, Alex Hernandez and his wife, Leslie, and a newborn boy. They, the Arizona State Troopers start doing some questioning. And the Hernandez told the police that uh, Marina had given them the baby and four signatures so the father, Alice, could take possession of the child. I mean, are you kidding me? And when they did an investigation, they found out that uh, this was all being coordinated over, you guessed it, Facebook Messenger. Wow. And this is where the Jody part comes in. This is, this is like, you know, this is really, really messed up. So the police travel to Sierra Vista, Arizona, where uh, Marina Garcia was living. <laughs> she was not living alone. She was living with her boyfriend, an army specialist. And they both admitted to uh, cooking up this, this uh, crazy idea with this Texas couple. 
So she admitted that she had given birth at 37 weeks and didn't know who the father was. However, she freely admitted that it was not her husband. And, 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 and just think about that for a second. I, I mean, you're, you're screwing around on your husband while he's overseas in Korea with another guy that's in the army. And that, to me, is a special kind of Jody. In the military and all branches, we have a term for those kind of guys. We call them blue falcons. Or to be blunt, they're buddy fuckers. I'll edit that out. Um, well, no, I'm not going to edit it out. Screw that. Forget that. But that's a special kind of blue falcon. That's a special kind of, of, of true a-hole that would, that would do that to another, another guy's wife while the husband's deployed overseas. It takes some real either stupidity or, or brass ones or, or a combination of both to do that. That, that military service member, I don't care what branch you're in, if you're doing that, you are lower than dirt, you're pond scum, you're trash. There's nothing you can do to defend that. If you are screwing around with a guy's wife, you're wrong. If you're screwing around with a guy's wife who's serving overseas, the guy is serving overseas and his wife is stateside and you're screwing around with her, excuse me, you're, you're doubly wrong. There is no right answer for this. I can guess why you're doing it. It's easy. It's exciting. It's forbidden fruit. And it's it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're getting away with something. But in this case, this army specialist decided to not only, you know, screw this guy's wife, have a baby with her, possibly, but he's living with her. He's living with her in their apartment. When I say there, this sergeant's apartment and his wife's apartment while he's overseas and people say, this doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. You're just making this stuff up. You're just, you're just hating on women. You hate them. No, I don't hate them. This stuff actually happens all the time. This just went to the weird outlier, the weird scale, as far out as you can get to the weirdest outlier possible on the, on the, on the strangest weirdness scale. Marina did it. Forget Stranger Things. This is the strangest thing I've seen in a long time. Oh, my God. Please quit putting your head in the sand, pretending like this stuff does not happen. It does. And both these people are absolutely F-tards for what they did. Not only to the, this, this sergeant who you know was married at 24 to his wife, but also now, now there is a an infant in the middle of this, and 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 the and the mother of the infant who tried to to essentially dump him or get rid of him. Thank God she didn't kill him or put him in a trash can. Okay, thank God for that. But she basically wanted to get rid of him because he was a problem. Oh my God! I mean, I mean, I, I I'm I'm kind of like ranting about this, but this is just unbelievably bad there's just no two ways around it okay no two ways and so now you have a young man 24 e5 so he's not been a slouch he's been you know busting his hump to get to e5 probably gonna hit e6 here in a year or so deployed overseas to korea which you know at the time back last january was not exactly a stable place to be he's got a little bit on his mind 
not only finds out that, you know, this, you know, back in January that his alleged daughter passed during childbirth. Well, none of that was true. His wife's having an affair. His wife's living with the guy that, you know, or a, a guy that she's having an affair with and that it's a boy and it's not his. I mean, I, mean, I can't imagine what's going through this guy's mind. I, I just can't. So what happens now? He took emergency leave and went to visit the child. He's now with foster parents. They did paternity tests and 100% concluded that uh, Garcia is not the baby's father, kind of like, you know, uh, Maury Povich, I'm not the father. Well, he's not the father. And he has filed for divorce. Yay, good for you, dude. Excellent. I'm sorry you got a bad one there. I'm sorry it did not go well for you. I'm sorry you had to go through this and own this 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 sandwich of nastiness that you had to eat. But right away you filed for divorce and said, forget this. Good for you. Okay? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And as a result, uh, Marina Garcia and the Hernandezes all face criminal charges for their roles in, 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 this, in this crazy you know, situation we have here. Also, yay. Yay. You can't do this kind of thing, especially when an infant child is involved, get a slap on the wrist and get sent back out into the world. The legal system decided to come down and file charges on these people. Yes. I am all about this. Wonderful. Uh, the Hernandez pleaded guilty to committing forgery. Uh, they're going to receive four years supervised probation. I would have liked to have seen a stronger statement made, but okay. Uh, Mr. Garcia's wife had to plead guilty to a felony charge of attempted scheme to defraud. And uh, she is going to get sentenced soon. And doesn't know anything about the baby's paternity. And what that says is, you know, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people everywhere, is that maybe she was with so many guys while this, you know, army sergeant was deployed that she really has no idea. And tracking each one down, trying to get a paternity test done is going to be next to impossible. Wow. That's winning for the child here. He really gets a, a good start in life. An infant in the in, in the foster care system. At least he is alive and, and is going to live a life. And maybe there's a silver lining in this because Stephen Garcia, who's not the father, who has no skin in the game with this child, who could, if if I, it were me, I'd tell him to walk right now, is is not doing that. He is trying to stay in this child's life. He has visited Leo. That's the kid's name eight times and and wants to file a petition for custody. And I didn't know this at the time, but the Washington Post reports that um, Garcia was adopted himself and he wants to be involved in this, in this child's life. And all I can say, man, is kudos for you because I would probably say that this is not your, your monkeys, this is not your circus, you don't have to own this. You're a young man. You can walk right now, put this behind you in a couple of years, and have a, a life with a woman that is going to love, adore, cherish, and care about you rather than the um, 
rather than what you got. So part of me is like, no, I, I wouldn't do this. I, I wouldn't do this at all. Part of me is, uh, you know, I, I was adopted and I, I can't uh, commend him enough for taking this, this on if he chooses to go through this and be in this child's life, um, he's, he's a hero. He's an absolute hero. All I can say is I can't believe she got pregnant in a vacuum. I can't believe that nobody else in his unit, uh, her neighbors, neighbors didn't know that something weird was going on. When you have other men staying with a woman whose husband's deployed and, and not know anything about it. And I don't know what to say about that. Do you as a outsider get involved in this or not? I don't know. For me, if I'm living in, in, in on a street or in an apartment complex and I know this guy and we've had barbecues or we've been motorcycles or watched a game and he goes to, you know, anywhere in the world serving his country and I start seeing a train of, of men coming in and out of this place I, I may not stay on the sidelines. I, I would probably find him on Facebook and send him a note. He didn't deserve this. Nobody deserves this. And most important of all, the child did not deserve this. At all, ever. Not right. Not even close. And so the reason I'm telling the story the way it is, is it's really kind of cut and dry. Uh, man and woman get married. Man gets deployed to a place far, far away. Woman has an affair. Woman has multiple affairs. Woman has multiple, multiple affairs. Woman gets pregnant. Woman has a man who's not her husband living in the apartment that her husband and her leased. Woman has baby. Woman realizes that her free rise is getting ready to be over. Woman tries to get rid of the child underneath the legal system so no one knows what's going on. couple gets caught. This comes out, and at the end of the day, the, 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 the guy who was wrong severely is going to try in some way to be in this child's life. So I don't know if there's a happy ending to the story. However, I do know the story is true. And all I can say to uh, Sergeant Garcia is... You have my empathy, you have my respect, and if you decide to be there for Leo, well, I'm not going to judge you harshly. It's, it's not my business. I would probably tell you to walk, me being me, but being that you know we are both adopted, I can see where you're coming from, and you have my respect and my support. If I ever came across you out there in the world, I, I would shake your hand and say you've got my respect and support. Because he's doing something that's difficult. So that's kind of like my word section for the week. I, I kind of want to get that off my chest. It was kind of strange how uh, this episode came together. And um, I really think uh, these kind of stories need to be told because they are part of the military experience, whether you believe it or not. And again, I've had four episodes. This episode, you know, part four of a 14-part arc. And we've had proof real events for every one of them and this is one of them so that is uh the story and I'll, I'll try to uh follow this as much as i can going forward i want to switch gears a little bit here uh i'm wearing 
a cool hat right now that actually fits. You see me kind of go gaga over it. It is um, a black hat with a green shamrock on the front. And on the back it says Lion Hunters. And what we have here, I, I talked to this guy, Michael Dara, back in episode 80 and uh, 82 or 84 about getting into boxing and you know using that to you know help people out and help himself out this is no exception uh this this whole team there line hunters concept is starting to come into focus uh, i'm just really glad to see the support he's getting and he will be fighting uh in brawl for all six in warkwood island july 13th friday the 13th it's gonna be an awesome time but the cool thing is this whole line hunters concept and if i understand it correctly and michael if you're listening uh feel free to correct me you know line hunter to him means one thing but he's also trying to get people to understand that line hunter that line you're hunting in your life could be uh weight loss it could be learning how to speak in public it could be starting a new business it could be anything that you're trying to pursue that might seem hard and difficult to others but you're doing it right michael's thing is about telling people that they can accomplish their their dreams and their goals if they're willing to sell out and do it so as time goes on you will start seeing line hunters in different parts of um, the um, the military community especially up here in the uh, south shore area of massachusetts uh, there's a lot of support. A lot of local um, businesses have chosen to sponsor and donate to Team Dara. There are guys I've met, Brockton guys, uh, South Shore guys, who are fighting uh, with Michael on his card for Team Dara and looking forward to telling their stories and seeing how they do on July 13th, which is a day past my birthday, and nothing would make me happier than to have a sweep or a win and has some line pelts hanging up. Uh, my line's a little bit different, and I won't get into it now, but I am fully engaged to making uh, my line a thing of the past. So it's it's all good stuff. I want you to check out the podcast. I want you to check out uh, the, the Team Dare Facebook page to stay in the know. And uh, that's what we have going on. I'll close with this. Memorial Day weekend is coming up. Uh, a lot of us have experienced loss, those who we serve with who either didn't come back or men and women that we know from our parents and grandparents who served and didn't come home. And while the uh, barbecues are all going on and the ladies are looking fine and the kids are playing and the sales are going on, I, I just would ask all my listeners to take a minute and remember that we are here in America able to enjoy the things we have and the people we love because other people sacrificed their lives so we can enjoy the freedoms we have. So this is Travis. Uh, I am Oscar Mike Radio, a Hubazoo client. Uh, this is the word. This is the, the event coming up. This is this is my spiel for the week. Thank you for listening as we count down to episode 100. I am out. Oscar Mike Radio, over and out. Power.
Oscar Mike Radio, do you copy? Since the one actual, I have you five by five. Anchors away, my boys, anchors away. Well to college joys, we sail at break of day. Our last night ashore, drink to the poem. Until we meet once more, here's wishing you a happy voyage home. Oscar Mike Radio is in route. Copy that, Sinister One. Coming at you from the city of champions, Brockton, Massachusetts. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar Mike Radio, veteran in action, on the move, on mission, always. 